Welcome to Suddenly I Realized, the podcast that sees two hardcore fans reluctantly reassess their obsession with sex in the city. We can't help but wonder, has Carrie Bradshaw finally fallen off her Manolos and her pedestal? Have we lost the will to carry on? I'm Mary Fogarty. And I'm Vanessa Kyo. So here we are. Episode four, Mary. All of a sudden. Can't believe it. It's been a ride. Just like that. And just like that, we're on episode four, Valley of the 20-something Guys. I wonder what this one's about. It's a, like the riddle of the thing. It really is. Or the war in Northern Ireland. Um, Do not mention the war. No. So we start off with a little, a little tale. Similar to episode one. Not, not too far removed. Yes. Yeah, like the way there's a little thread here mm. that wasn't there in two and three. So it's not really a thread. Just a throwback, I suppose. Um, so voiceover from Carrie. Once upon a time in a kingdom far away, a certain man... And a slightly less certain woman kept bumping into each other. So this is Carrie and Big. Again, are they literally bumping into one another? They actually do. <laughs> like, why is clumsiness attractive if you're skinny? Because it's so cute. Very it's cute. so cute. So basically, Carrie and Big seem to be meeting everywhere, even though they're in a city of six million people. How is um, this possible? They are just, they are having these chance meetings, it would seem, every two minutes. On street corners. Carrie, are you not telling us something? <laughs> like, you know, we did, we never bought the fact that you were um, living off your one column a week. Well, that's not paying for those shoes. No. I'll tell you that is. for nothing. And Big does look like the type of man who would uh, frequent street corners. He does. Kind of pretty woman vibe. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, they, they're meeting on street corners at parties. Um. It was almost as if they were dating accidentally. So she's referring to herself in the third person. Plural. Yeah. Which is a dumb thing now. Yeah, they keep bumping into each other literally and figuratively. Have I got the hang of literally now, Mary? <laughs> Eventually. Yeah, I think I have. And then they're at some uh, lawyer's new son's bris. Is that it? Jewish christening? It is. It's, it's not uh, christening. It's the removal of the foreskin. Oh, how do you know this? I don't Mary. know. You see, to our American listeners... Men don't have foreskin. To our Irish listeners, men do have foreskin. Mm. So, yeah, we don't have brisses. Well, we might have a couple of... We do have Jewish people here and mm. other people who circumcise their sons. But anyway, um, I digress. Just so you know that, yeah, we do, I didn't know what a bris was. We're going to cut this know. out. Yeah, okay. So, they decided to pick a time to bump into each other on purpose. So... Big and Carrie decide to go on a date. Or do not a date. Not a date. Not a date. So cut to the hottest new restaurant in Manhattan. The opening has been handled by Samantha Jones in her PR firm. Now Samantha, who I thought was quite high up on in the PR firm, is, is at the door. Is at the door. She's basically a bouncer at the door. Well, she's the business owner. Or she has said in previous episodes that she's a, she owns her own business. Yeah, she wouldn't be at the door. At She'd all. have an intern, Lauren uh, Conrad, would be at the door. In the hills, yeah. and Whitney, yeah. I'm trying to like Heidi's trying to get, get their in. friends in. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's she's there. Um, yeah, being a bouncer. Carrie's friends are there. Charlotte and Miranda, and Charlotte has a new boyfriend, and he had her big three looks, manners, and money. Lovely. And Charlotte's head over heels because he wants to buy a painting from her gallery, which is fine. 
Um, it's all very Charlotte. Um, Love and Commission says Carrie she couldn't have been happier there's always a dig isn't there's always there? a dig like she's just insinuating that yeah. you know all anyone has to do to get into Charlotte's knickers is to buy a painting from her gallery and why not why not or it could be he's so devoted to her that he has made a point of going to her gallery and decided to buy a piece of art from there exactly. because he loves her because and he likes maybe, her maybe he likes art which mm-hmm. is another plus mm-hmm. but no another dig from Carrie but of course we bring it back to Carrie of course me, me, me. Um, big is late. And they're all saying, Carrie, that's great. Is it a date? Now, this is alarm bells, red flag. Carrie can't even say that it's a date. Hmm. This sociopath, that is Mr. Big, has, is it coercion? Is it is narcissism? I don't know, but... He's keeping her on her toes. Yeah, because if she <coughs> thinks if she says it's a date, <coughs> excuse me, it's commitment. Now, mm-hmm. it is a date, but, you know, everything has to be analysed and rehashed and you're not allowed to call it a date because it's commitment. And Big has called it a thing. Hmm. He said, meet me for a drink thing. I don't know why she's putting up with this. But she's just desperate. He never used the D word. <laughs> desperate. Desperate. Um, the date word. And instead it's a date but like if somebody invites you for a drink if a, a man who you're otherwise not friends with you know you've kind of been having these meat cutes all over the city invites you for a drink does it need to be spelled out that it's a date no it doesn't no like, of course it's and a why date. does he say why does he just go can i meet you for a drink who says mm, a drink thing a drink thing a drink thing who would say that big and she's fine with this and her friend i can't even remember is it charlotte is it miranda says, well, thing is good. Thing comes before a date. What? I think that might be Charlotte. Yeah, it's quite positive. Yeah, it's, well, it's like, like better something's happening rather than nothing's happening. You're meeting up. Or so you think. Yeah, and in this playbook of dating, apparently you have to go on a thing, first of all. Mm. Okay. So Skipper makes a reappearance. M- Miranda's dating Skipper. And then Charlotte... He's now casting a shadow on Miranda. They really hate each other, don't they? Mm. How can you date that younger guy? They're so unfocused. Or off. Charlotte, is what I have to say to that. Yeah, exactly. And then Miranda goes, we're not dating. It's a fuck thing. Poor Skipper. And then Samantha says, girls, isn't this fun? I've turned away 20 so far. And she says, people are actually crying. <laughs> with no, glee. No. Which I quite enjoyed. <laughs> They're not crying with glee. She's saying she with says glee. it with glee. Yeah. I don't think this rings true for Samantha's character. A, that she's standing at the fucking she door in the freezing the cold. And being full of glee because she's turning people away. And if they're crying, then yeah, she's right to turn them away. And then we cut to Carrie, who's on a payphone. Do you remember that? Oh, she's on a payphone picking up her message on her answering machine and basically it says well according to Carrie Big has yeah let her down he's not going to come come and meet her now I'd be done by then hmm. okay if they had mobile phones yeah he'd be blocked well no I would have sent a few horrific and threatening messages and then blocked him <laughs> and she gets Miranda to listen to the message because she's not sure if He's not meeting her as a date or not meeting her as a friend. So it's not even about the fact that he's uh, not turning up. He's not turning up and he's mm. a no-show. It's, is he a no-show as a as a date, as a potential, you know, r- romantic interest or as a potential friend? Who gives a fuck? Delete I'd be him. like, I don't have time for this, Carrie. Like, I'm dating a younger man up. who's unfocused. <laughs> yeah. He's not turning up. That's all you need to know at this point. Not whether he has cancelled a date or cancelled a friend's thing. 
yeah, either way, it's, it's, he's a prick. And Miranda listens and she's none the wiser. It's funny because she finished first her litigation class. <laughs> oh, Carrie's wonderful. She says, how pathetic do I feel asking you if a guy kind of likes me? Well, I hope you feel well, really you pathetic. I just would have said, yeah, I'm, I've been ghosted again. I've been dumped as a prick and move on to yeah. Skipper even. Then cut to Samantha. Who yes. um, is with two guys, hottest chef in New York, John. John. J O N. No H. No last name, says Carrie. How do still, you know? Still, first of all, yeah, you haven't seen it written down. And second of all, it's still just John. What does no H mean? And of course, there's a last name. She just hasn't given it to you. Maybe <laughs> yeah. she doesn't know. Or what's that? Who says, hi, this is Mary Fogarty? Yeah. Nobody. No. Nobody. Nobody says no, Unless hi, you're being introduced to speak at an event. And like, yeah, TED Talk, and I'd give you Mary Fogarty. Mm. Like you said, here's Mary. And no one goes, oh, Mary, spelt with M-A-R-I. No. No H. No H. Mm. No Y. Who knows? Anyway, he's with a very cute friend called Sam. Sam is cute. You like Sam? That is cute. I like like him. Yeah. I'm very, I'm and very I don't like anyone. <laughs> what does that say? Um, so yeah, these guys apparently are in their twenties. Mm. I'd say they're in their thirties. I think it's a bit of a Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, so mm. they cast older actors because they're um, more focused and they can they're learn their focused. lines. So yeah, Sam basically uh, offers to get the girls a drink, even though the bar is packed. How are they going to get a drink? Well, Samantha, you're running this event. I'm sure you can have, like, drinks sent over yeah. to the table. Why aren't they at a VIP section? Yeah. I, I just don't understand any of this. But Sam can get a drink because the bartender's a buddy of his. Well, that's very convenient. And so he goes, he heads off to get drinks for the two of the martinis. And, uh, and then here's another, you know, genius uh, line here, which I'm sure Carrie's going to incorporate into her article. 20-something guys always know they're really important B people. Hmm. Bus boys bouncers plus they have cute butts so basically they know two people being with B bus boys and bouncers and they probably don't it's a bit of a generalisation mm-hmm. so that's two and they have cute butts sorry what's happening there is the door is creaking open because my cat has just entered the room and probably nobody heard that but anyway well, um, I, th- I felt her entrance required an announcement yeah Mary's all over the place now she's very easily distracted mm. I just keep going I'm so um, unprofessional she really is it's very hard to work with Mary but anyway Mary with no H yeah so then well John and uh, Samantha have an L smooch he says he has to head off to speak to the Times critic and they have a really big smooch and I'm wondering if he should be doing that. Hang on, have I missed something? Does Skipper ask Miranda for, does she want a drink? Not yet. Who asked that the martini? That in a minute. Uh, Sam offered it. Oh. Yeah, so Sam so currently, comes... currently at this moment in time, Sam has gone to the bar. Right? And you know, this is my punishment for but saying that you're distracted. In a minute, I, Skipper yeah. also goes to the bar and nobody t- says to Skipper, Sam has already gone to the bar. So Skipper's also in his 20s. Oh, maybe he's already gone to the bar. No, he comes back with rum and cokes. Yeah, he does. And Miranda, the ingrate, says, I hate rum and I hate coke, but thanks. Why does Skipper bother? She's very rude. Honestly, what's wrong with her? She's just a walking streak of fucking misery. Um, I would say I wouldn't be thrilled if I'd said, not that I wouldn't be this rude, but if, like, I'd asked for, you know, a bottle of Heineken and I got a rum and coke. I wouldn't want it. Well, see what happens. So Miranda asked for a martini, asked Skipper for a martini. Yeah. Harry asked, or Sam asked 
carry did she want a martini? So convoluted. But Skipper had already obviously gone to the bar and was getting drinks at the crowded bar, right? He got Meanwhile, um, Sam, Sam knows goes the to the bar and the barman. But he said, Miranda? And she said, Martini. And didn't say, actually, Skipper's gone to the bar, so I'm okay. Is this what we're worried about? Drink? Well, it's, well we are Irish yeah. and alcoholics. And then Sam arrives really smoothly with the martinis. Martinis, ladies? And she says, fabulous. Anyway, uh, Sam and, and Skipper meet and exchange, hey, hey, hey. And then there's this line where Carrie says they light each other immediately. And then we never we never see anything. Like, I don't know where they, maybe Skipper was gay. Do you remember? Carrie questioned in episode one. I don't know. There's a little kind of subplot that never comes to fruition mm. but they light each other immediately and then Sam and Carrie are at the bar and he asks her do you want to see something and Carrie's like oh, what do you mean like is it his dick is it his, his bum I don't know and his cute butt yeah his cute butt can you narrow that down a bit and he shows her his uh, tongue ring yeah. and then she's flirting with him and she's kind of getting you know she's, she's got into her it. hand in his mouth she has her hand in his mouth and he appears cock blocker himself <laughs> big and this is a mad move this is this is weird Mm -hmm. this whole exchange is weird Mm -hmm. i'm not talking about carrie's hand in sam's mouth i'm talking about big appearing Mm -hmm. telling carrie i've been looking all over for you she then says and he says oh yeah sorry and here you are holding a tongue you know like it's just they're married and he's caught her in bed with the cleaner she said your message said you weren't coming Mm. And he says, I said I'd try to make it for an hour. Now, I don't think he said that. Because mm. I think there would have been, I'd try to make it for an hour, like a blurred kind mm. of voice. And Miranda heard the, yeah. the message as and well. And she was confused. So they may have yeah. said, oh, there's something he said there that I didn't mm. quite catch. No, nobody mentions this. He's gaslighting her. He is gaslighting her. And what I've written down here is, this is fucking bullshit. It is bullshit. He's one of those men mm. that like want, you know, tell you they're not coming and then expect you to be over the moon when they do arrive. Mm. Mm. And they can't handle the fact that you've got your hand in someone's mouth. Do you know those types? Well, that's big. And she's kind of trying to stand up for herself, you know, when you're being gaslit and you're like, mm. oh, but yeah, you, you told me that it was over and you never want to see me again. And he's like, what did I say? Oh, never mind. Never mind. So she, yeah, she silences no, she totally her. Backs down. She thinks she's going crazy. Mm. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, he's just toying with her. Mm-hmm. She's delighted, of course. Is her hand still in your man's mouth at this stage? No, she she whipped it out fairly quickly. Oh, she? yeah. <laughs> well, she's been caught by the, the guy she was going to go on the thing with who ghosts her mm. and uh, is basically driving her insane. And she says, uh, you're here, you have an hour, let's have a drink. Then <laughs> he says, I was outside trying to get in for 30 minutes and inside looking for you for 20 was his name not on the door? Like I don't her best believe... friend Samantha mm. was working the door. I know she's not there now, but surely his name John Preston was on the list. <laughs> Hi, I'm John. I'm gonna yeah, they let him in. Inside looking for you for twenty. Is it the Louvre? Like, <laughs> like, I'll do that again. Is, Is it, it the Louvre? <laughs> <laughs> I said that beautifully. But you know what I mean? And I don't believe that John Preston can't get into a stupid restaurant. I, well, he can't leave a fucking coherent voice message no. on the fucking phone. So and God would knows. wander around looking for her either. Like, where are you? Like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's a small, dingy little club. So yeah, don't get it. Um. Anyway, he basically 
came to tell her goodbye, he's out of time. You have fun, prick. And then she makes uh, another analogy, not Riddle of the Sphinx or War in Northern Ireland, but uh, men in their 40s are like the New York Times crossword puzzle. Tricky, complicated, and you're never sure you got the right answer. Why wouldn't you be sure you got the right answer? He's a prick. But you, he is. But you, also, you would be sure you'd got the right answer to the crossword. Yeah, you either know you have the right answer yeah. or you don't. Yeah. It's very rare that you write a word and it all fits in. Yeah. And then it's the wrong and answer. And then they all fit together and you know it's oh, the yeah, right. I know, yeah. I know. <sighs> <sighs> so it's anyway. It is. Yeah, they like it. Samantha or Sam and Samantha and John with no H. So, and they don't know his name has no H in it. And why does that matter? It doesn't matter. It's stupid. It's very, it's like they were really, like the writers are good. They're just not polished. Hmm. I wonder if this is very rushed. Maybe because they weren't expecting it to be made. <laughs> like this podcast. The pilot was successful. <laughs> well, not in our case, but anyway. Um, then they found themselves at the nearby 20-something club. It looks better than that boring restaurant anyway. Well, it's, it's not a fucking labyrinth anyway because, you know, obviously John Preston couldn't get in or, you know, find Carrie Bradshaw. You know, there's only fucking 10 people in the club. Mm. So anyway, they go to this dingy 20-something club. Carrie's gas because everyone's in their 20s. Well, that's what you'd find in a 20-something club. Mm. And uh, Samantha goes, and so are we. Yeah, good one. She's a bit self-deluded there. <laughs> in that respect, You yes. have a point, Carrie. That's a throwback to episode one. Yeah. Um. So then Carrie is glancing around the room, as you do. Oh, and gosh. she's amazed at the variety of 20-something guys. What was the first one? The groovy guy. <laughs> what does that mean? Are we in, like... The Brady Bunch, the groovy guy. Ooh, that's so groovy. And he's, he's wearing like groovy. a kangaroo. Is that the name of the band? Some cap, but anyway, a cap that makes him groovy. It's very groovy. Backwards. And this, yeah, the corporate guy. Gross. And then the jock guy, who doesn't look like just jock at all. Whatever. Anyway, um, and the next guy, the underage guy. He's the underage guy, which is a weird thing. Yeah, but he's not fifteen. No, do you know what I mean? He's obviously twenty. No, 19. there's a, a, a late, it comes up later in the episode. He's a high school senior. I've got my head off, Jesus Christ. No, no, Vanessa, no. wrong. Yeah, I do. I remember he's a 17 year old. Okay, 17. Yeah, okay, it's, okay, it's underage. It's underage. So, yeah, uh, she's sitting on the couch with Samantha and John with no H. And then Sam appears. Mm. I don't know where he went to anyway. He's like, big couch. And he wants to sit down beside her and goes sit down then he lifts her up and puts her on his knee and then she does this thing which skinny girls do um i don't weigh too much shut up carrie you twig and he goes you weigh like nothing but she knows she weighs nothing yeah well obviously she said it because she knows she weighs nothing i don't weigh too much gross (sighs) as they Um, took a swig from their beers like peasants um, as Mary takes a swig from her beer like a peasant I remembered another type of 20-something guy I've yes. lost off she's, uh, she's talking about Sam she remembers another type of 20-something guy and it's Sam but we, she doesn't elaborate on what am I really slow I sometimes <laughs> just don't get any of this there's too much going on okay it's very complicated so what, what's he He's oh yeah he's a really good kisser guy yes that's right um, so what's it like to kiss with that thing in she says he says he wants to find out. Ooh. And he's a really good kisser, which is wonderful. And he is pretty good looking and cute and seems like fun. And then we cut so. to the next day. 
Mm. And it's Samantha and she calls uh, Carrie. And she says, I'm so fucked. And Carrie's like, what's wrong? And then Samantha, I do like this little exchange. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, I mean, literally. I've been fucked every way you can be. Yeah, and Carrie's like, if you keep talking like that, I have to charge you by the minute. That's the wrong way around. Like, it'd be the person doing the dirty talking that charges. Yeah, I know, but Carrie has to make it about her. Mm. And like, most, why is everything just, like, she doesn't engage with anyone's good news. Yeah. She makes it, she just makes it into a negative thing or she makes it about her, like, if you, I'll have to charge you by the minute. I don't mm. know it's the wrong way around, but I'd be like, no way. No way. Happened? Yeah, brilliant. Fair so, play to you. She's like, as I, as I searched for my morning marble light, Samantha then. proceeded to give me a rundown of her night with John. Oh, such a chore, Carrie, that you have to listen to your best friend and mm. how many fucking orgasms she had. Like, give her a break. She's sharing. Mm. Like, pretend to be interested. Oh, heaven so, forbid. I do like this. We did it with him on top, me on top, me on my side. Him on his side? So Which Carrie? I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. A little bit. And then they did. Yeah. And then uh, she says, on his back, on his side, on his face. I like when she said that. That was a good delivery. That was funny. Yeah. yeah. She says, have you ever done that? And of course, Carrie doesn't engage. No. Like a good friend would be like, oh yeah, I did that as well. No. Oh, well done. That's yeah. brilliant. It's too early to remember. Because Carrie doesn't have to get up to, to go to work or anything. She has well, to get she up. has her sleeping mask because she sleeps into the middle of the day. Yeah. And she has to have her marble light. Um... Samantha recommends it and she's, oh, she's saying like guys in their 20s are great anyway and how did it go with you and, and Sam listen, Harry's basically rolling her eyes at this you know yeah and yeah. Samantha sorry Mary, just repeating what you said no, says how did it go with you and Sam you know she's one of these people that just doesn't give mm. she lets you open your heart and soul and you know tell you all the gory details and then she gives you nada no information yeah. we kissed Samantha's face and expression when she says this just kissed is just pure disgust <laughs> yeah I'm <laughs> with her you horrified know I mean? Carrie's quite frigid isn't she well can, yeah she can be she has her moments but it's like when her when she has her moments they're meaningful or they mean something yeah. or it's you know she learns from it or it's for Samantha, the column yeah mm. when Samantha does it it's just like again it's probably for Carrie's column but it's just mm. you know it's too much or it's um gratuitous or mm. salacious or yeah those two big words they come out of my mouth very intelligent anyway so Carrie's banging on about Smooch and Sam then she says something in voiceover as Samantha went on about her sexual escapades no 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 Samantha you know chewing the ear off Carrie like you're interesting than your stupid story I would rather hear about him you know coming on her face or her <laughs> coming on his fucking face and you kissing outside a club. Yeah. Like you're 16. Yeah. And then Carrie, you know, looking for a distraction, glances at her arm. There it was in thick blue. This is your man's phone number. I had this urge to call, but I just left him. Is she talking about uh, Sam? Yeah. Or Big? Sam. My lips were still swollen. Why the sudden craving? Are men in their 20s the new designer drug? Yes, yeah, Samantha Miranda and I were all recreational users. But were we getting into something we couldn't handle? So they're recreational users of younger men at this point. Because it had, like, well, Carrie's had one night with Sam Mm. who she put her hand in his mouth. Mm. Plus, she's supposed to be hung up and big. Mm. I, I, you know, I would kind of go, Sam, this is just, I was just with this guy last night. 
I, I don't get it. And Samantha seems to be handling the situation quite well, as does Miranda with poor Gamma Male Skipper. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But she's being mean to him. Which is, I think is handling it. Mm. And, uh, okay, we were attracted to younger men for various reasons, but I couldn't help but wonder, what do they see in us? Well, we don't know what they fucking see in you. Women in their 30s are just so grateful. It's another one of these montages, and it's all of the guys from the bar. <sighs> It's all of the guys that were at that bar who are all friends, seemingly, including Skipper. And they're all at a, at a basketball game. As you do. The giant guy, me. the corporate guy, the... This reminds me of... The, even the, the underage guy. Remember the guy. room, Tommy Wiseau. They just <laughs> yes. all start playing um, baseball, football, yeah. whatever, American football. Did they arrange this game when they were at the bar? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. Women in their 30s are just so grateful. I've never met a more ungrateful person than Miranda to have Skipper mm. in her life. Yeah. Every bullshit nice thing you do is like throwing food to the starving. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's cutthroat here, isn't it? They give great head and know a lot about wine. Well, Carrie didn't give great head in episode one. If this Kurt Harrington will testify. Yeah. They remind me of my mum. They're in their 30s. <laughs> They're in their 30s. And these men are clearly in their 40s. The actors are. Yeah, the actors are, yeah. Oh, God. And then Skipper. They know who they are and what they want. And I like that. Ah. Yeah, I think you're falling for Skipper. A little bit. You really are. Anyway, Miranda and... and I was going to say Miranda and I, like, I'm, I'm there. See, that's all I used to think. I used to think I was Carrie. Yeah, I used to think I was there. Maybe, maybe... I, I still do. But yeah, um, they're saying, shouldn't we be dating men our own age? Good luck finding one. There are no available men in their 30s in New York. Miranda's her usual upbeat self. Jesus Christ. Honestly, I have to take yeah. a Xanax with me every time I met up with Miranda. Um, <laughs> Giuliani had them removed, she said, along with the homeless Giuliani. Homeless shaming. No, Giuliani shaming. Giuliani shaming. Yeah. But are we not meant to like Giuliani? Was there a reason to do something recently? Well, he supported he supported Donald Trump, hmm. and then he was in. Um, oh, was he? Did he? Was he um, sweating profusely? Yeah, and his hair dye rolled down his face. Oh, I feel sorry. No, but then he was in Sash Baron Cohen's film. What's Ali? Oh, no, not Ali G. Jesus, Borat. I'm so old. Borat, the new one, and um, he was like maybe uh, opening his trousers. In the company of a young female who, what he thought was a journalist, was but was an actress in the Borat film. Oh my god, I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen it, so I can't comment. And was he really, or was he just? I don't know because it had cuts he eaten away. too much. Yeah. Like he's lying down in the bed, know. and and no, yeah, you don't really see anything after that. Like I don't know, it's a bit unclear. I don't know. It's another podcast for another day, isn't <gasps> it's it? For another day. But um, anyway, Juliana gets a mention. So moving on, the question is, what's really going on here? Is it younger men feel safer? So young, a younger man is a safer option for me because they're not threatening. Mm-hmm. Like big. It's very intimidating. No, I just think big is a fucking asshole. I just think oh, he's, he is. Really he's horrible. boring. He's, there's something wrong with him mentally. Um, his cute smile. And he can't articulate on the phone that he's going to be there for an hour. Um, sorry, you like, you like big. You like I do everyone. like big. Um, do you like him after this? Would you like him after him saying, I'm not going to meet you? No. Yeah. Would I meet you in an hour? I'll be here for an hour. And, you know, he purposely did that so she wouldn't hear. You so wouldn't be like say, that to me. Okay. Sure, Jam. <laughs> so, um, yeah. No, I'm just, just saying it's just sex anyway. 
Yeah, they're just talking about younger men, yeah. older women, blah blah blah. Like, do you know? I wouldn't mind if it was like Mrs. Robinson and just a beaver. It's like, you know, like these men are like twenty nine; these women are thirty two. Yeah. It's bullshit. And Miranda's like, oh, it's just a fling, blah blah blah. And then Carrie actually, <laughs> lo and behold, Carrie has to go. She's having a meeting with her editor, and it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a damn lie. I didn't want to tell her. I cancelled lunch with my editor. So she actually cancelled the... Like, she let down her editor. She's lied to her friend. But why... How does... Who's paying her? How can she afford this apartment? And how can she afford those shoes? Like, honestly, if she's cancelling the editor... Mm-hmm. To go to Banana Republic and help 20-something Sam pick a shirt. Well, and how is that a thing? I don't how know. How is that a date? I don't know. To help pick a shirt? No, it's a thing. I can't imagine anything worse than helping, helping somebody. Helping 20-something Sam pick a shirt. Yeah. And, yeah. Hashtag me neither. Honestly, I, could, <laughs> I, I couldn't. The new hashtag. Hashtag me neither. Honestly, I couldn't. Um, as I helped him try them on, I thought he's sweet fun and I think he likes me. She's no confidence. Well, like, why wouldn't she you? Really... Like, you're dating. Of course he likes you. Could he be more than a fling? Could he be a potential boyfriend? Well, why not? Like you're behaving, like you're you're going on dates. With you're cancelling dates, or sorry, dates. You're cancelling lunch work with your editor. <laughs> and listen, love, you're writing one column. I'm sorry, like it's not. Uh, I'd be keeping that editor. Finnegan's Wake that you've sweet. written here. Do you know what I mean? You're not really established. I would be keeping my editor very sweet. Yeah. And speaking of potential boyfriends, uh, crossword puzzle. Who is big. That's the analogy, yeah? He's a crossword puzzle. Yeah. There's nothing puzzling about this man. I'm sorry, he's just psychotic. Yeah. I don't know if he's a psychopath, sociopath, I don't know, narcissist. Um he asked her to meet him for a drink. Why would you why would you meet him for a drink? You would marry him, sorry, I don't even know why I'm Maybe asking you. You would, yeah. I don't know. Um so it's not a date, it's a thing. Yeah. And anyway, Charlotte rings her. And says she's meeting Brian. So this is Brian who takes all the boxes. Yeah. Except, um, okay, yeah. She has an emergency. And she, she has an emergency. To... Well, yeah. Carrie's in a massive hurry. She's She answers the phone and says she can't talk to her. She's in a hurry. And um, Charlotte says, I just need five minutes. I'm meeting Brian later and I don't know what to do. So we don't hear what Charlotte tells Carrie on the phone. Oh. Carrie says... Uh, she'll meet her in front of Charlotte's apartment in 10 minutes. Okay, okay. Oh, yes, this is the big reveal. So she okay. pulls up outside Charlotte's apartment and she's in her taxi on the way to her date and gets Charlotte into the taxi. Do you know how, so Charlotte's supposed to get a taxi back, by the way. No <laughs> expense. Well, because you don't say, like, on the phone. Mm. We didn't have mobiles. They didn't have mobiles, Vanessa. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, so I get it now. So Charlotte... Has an issue. Carrie has to meet the guy who stood her up. Yeah. And can't speak to Charlotte. So Charlotte, she says she Charlotte can get into her cab mm. and go wherever Carrie's going. And then and get then, a cab home. Or just stay in the cab and pay for Carrie's fare. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Charlotte gets into the cab and um, she reveals what the issue is with Brian, mm. who was ticking three boxes but he wants her. He wants her to. Do, yeah, he wants her to do anal. He does. 
So then Carrie is sort of saying, well, look, you know, do you want to do anal? Do you not want to do anal? Is he worth that he ticks all the other boxes? Maybe you could let him tick your other box. And uh, no, she doesn't do that. She is picking up Miranda. Now, I'm sorry, Mary, if you came to me with an issue and you said, keep it to yourself, take it to the grave, this is the issue. I'm not going to call our other friends. But she didn't say, keep it to yourself, take it to the grave. Yeah, we don't know that. That could have been cut out. <laughs> you know, it's a half hour episode. There's a lot of stuff we don't see. Yeah, a lot on the cutting room floor. Well, when she says we're picking Miranda. And no, Charlotte God, goes, no. no. God, no. Uh, then Carrie could go, okay, I'll say nothing. But no. No, she goes, yes. And then we're picking up Samantha. Then she says, sweetie, this is to the aghast Charlotte who wanted, you know, to keep it have a private conversation on the lowdown. You need all the support you can get. Bullshit. Because then Carrie says, and I'm late for drinks with Big. So she wants to just pass off the issue onto the others. Yeah. And not deal with it. Exactly. And the issue, the reason why she's doing this is because she doesn't want to be late for drinks with Big. Who's who been late, who's cancelled. Who cock blocked her when she had her hand in your man's mouth. Mm. And no, it's not good enough. That's not a friend. So they collect the other girls and they're talking about should she do anal. I do like this idea and it does run through the series I think of uh, the idea of the the coming together of the council of the elders when one of us has a problem we all have this problem and we talk about it together to come to a, a conclusion or to support each other I do like that but it was forced upon Charlotte here you're right a bit like the anal but um <laughs> but you know what I think that that should have been her column mm. should you do anal if you don't want to do it and the answer is no yeah absolutely mm. column done you don't have to do it if you don't want to do it. That's mm-hmm. the article done, written, and you can cancel lunch with your editor and meet big. Yeah, so anyway, they're just discussing anal. <sighs> Should we discuss anal? Is this the time? I don't think we need to. I mean, they, they have a bit of a... Well, unless you really have no, desire to. No, I lose our, our listener, Iris, my mom. So let's not discuss anal. We'll, we'll cut all of this out. We'll leave a little bit in. <laughs> they have, uh, they <laughs> as you do when you do an anal, <laughs> <laughs> anyway we'll cut that out okay but they have this confab and they shock the taxi driver oh, I'm sorry and... they're so rude to the taxi driver who I'm sorry like he can hear every word and he's reacting he's reacting and they're like look ahead you surf you know keep driving um, and Carrie lights, lights, up to a, listen. lights up a cigarette in the car and um, I think that was allowed in the 90s no because he says no smoking no no smoking cab and she says Sir, we're talking up the butt. A cigarette is in order. And then Samantha says, Fun back, who cares? A hole is a hole. I mean, it's the line of the I mean, episode. That's, that's actually my complete... A hole is a hole. A hole is a hole. <laughs> a hole is a fucking hole. Um, and that should have been the title of this podcast. So yeah, so the friends... Home. So basically, Carrie has offloaded Charlotte onto Miranda and Samantha. We just presume they're still discussing anal, which we're not going to discuss anymore. It's very inappropriate. It's very crude. No, we're not anal shaming. You do what you want to do. Oh, you do what you want to do. Okay, we're not here so, to talk about that. No, we're not. Um, God, we all we've talked about is anal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I actually say can't we're not going to talk about it. We're so anal, Mary. Okay, so anyway, Carrie arrives, and again, it's like big as the biggest this fuck guy. Up. He's so unattractive. What is his behaviour? This guy needs to get a grip. He really does. He's sitting there with his friend, Jack. Jack's in a bad way um, because he's getting divorced and 
this bitch is getting everything the first did into the second divorce like we give a shit i think they're just basically trying to show that you know big is there's another obstacle to this romance in the form of jack who's another debbie downer she should introduce him to Miranda, Miranda. who probably hate him but i'll still introduce them they'd actually be perfect for each other but your man called big crying which and big said come on my date instead of i have a date I meet after the date or tomorrow or whatever. Which is what Carrie did. The date for, to support your friend. But I think they're trying to show that he has a bit of sensitivity. Mm. But to me, it's just, he doesn't give a shit about Carrie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's a lack of consideration. And Carrie completely ditched Charlotte, who's really upset about anal. I think sometimes what they're trying to convey, and maybe it worked the first time around for me, but it just doesn't now. Mm. Um... He just looks pathetic. And it actually looks, he, he just looks insane. Like, well, bringing this headbanger on, on the date is. No, it's not, not right. You just, and I'm just wondering, like, she's, she's very damaged. Carrie's very damaged. To put up with this. I just think what he did the last time, which, you know, she didn't hold him accountable at all. Mm. Um, he didn't really apologize that, mm. like, you know, I can only meet you for an hour and I was outside, which is all, you know, I was outside the club, it's bullshit, you could have got in, you're Mr. Big. And then he does this again, he's toying with her, it's fucked up. She finally gets a bit of a backbone here. By giving him her last $20 to buy around. <laughs> this is what she does, she says, why don't you two have a guy's night, you know, talk, cry, shoot bear. I'm way behind on my column anyway. Sweetheart, yeah. you're nearly on the dough how, at this like, stage. You're if, hanging on to your career by its uh, cancelling meetings to go shopping with a 20-something Sam and OH. And yeah, you're way behind your column. How can you be way behind on one Your column? one article. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, she hands him 20 euros, throws it down, $20, sorry. And uh, she says, we'll do our thing another time. Are you sure? And she that? says, absolutely. As if... Somehow that's, you know, I've shown him. Mm. No, you're just mirroring his behavior. And mm. you're just showing how obsessed you are with him by remembering that's what he said to you in episode one. Fuck that. So basically she walks off. And with that $20, that's her cab fare. She so has she no has cab to, fare. Yeah, she's no cab fare. Mm. She gave away her cab fare and she has to walk 48 blocks in $400 shoes. Well, you'd be cross. It's very sad, isn't it? Um, How, how much is 48 blocks? I, it sounds like a long way. But like a block is, because uh, you know, those of us that don't live in New York, is a block that much? I have is no idea, far? but it sounds far. I've been there, but I just, I can't remember. She walks so far, I'd be in bits. I would be in bits. And again, she can't get a cab because she's no money because she gave it to Millionaire Big, who's apparently was the an upcoming Donald Trump, according to Samantha in episode mm. one. Do you remember that? Anyway, she decides to go to, is the 20-something bar with the 20-something-year-olds? Well, she decides, she she comes back to the drugs metaphor, by the way, um, that she needed something to take the edge off. And she's talking about oh, the man, guy. I didn't even notice that. I don't know. <sighs> Actually, this works. It's just, there's so many layers to this. There's so many layers. Um, it's like so, Anna Karenina. It really is. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that interjection. Makes it all um, worthwhile. Yeah, so she goes into the to the bar, presumably to meet. But before that, um, we, we've, we see Charlotte again. Let's get to look a bit there. So we, we cut to Charlotte um, sitting on her bed with Brian and she goes a bit mad. <laughs> she said yeah. she's, she really panics. It's about a Ophelia moment, no. I think. Yeah. Um, she gets very dramatic about saying, just saying, no, I don't want to do this. But 
She Let says, us listen to the... Yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. Sorry, I'm uh, frustrated. I can't, Brian. I want to, but I can't. Actually, that's not true. I don't want to. Or maybe I do. I don't know what I want. I'm afraid if I don't, you'll dump me. And if I do, then I'll be the up-the-butt girl. I don't want to be the up-the-butt girl. Men don't marry the up-the-butt girl. Who ever heard of Mrs. Up-the-butt? Jesus Christ. Charlotte. Like, I'd just be like... She says, no, I'll I can't. just bend over, love. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, mean? I can't. I want children. A nice bedding. Um, And he says, can we fuck the regular way? Yeah, he's fine. He's just like, yeah, okay. I'd be gone. I would be gone. Well, she went very crazy there. Just no. be like, no, I don't want to do that. No, that's and he not doesn't for me. Fuck. No. That night they made love the Charlotte way. What is the Charlotte way? Well, good for Charlotte. Oh, I yeah, uh, polite and respectful. <laughs> it's like the riddle of the Sphinx. No, it's not. Mm. It's written down here. Polite and respectful on three hundred count Egyptian cotton sheets. Oh, I'd love three hundred oh, count good Egyptian for her. cotton sheets. And she didn't do what she wasn't comfortable with. And but she did get very hysterical yeah. in telling him. No, that I'd she be didn't gone. There's obviously something wrong with Charlotte. And mm. um. Yeah, did we see? Good for her. Did she keep her man though, Mary? Because it's all about keeping your man. Um, No, I don't think we see him again. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay, so meanwhile, downtown, we're with Samantha, aren't we? She is in bed with John with no H. Mm. And he obviously has Tourette's because I cannot (laughs) fathom how anyone would say this. Surely, yeah. Go on, Uh, tell us. They're in bed, whatever. They've just shagged and it was great. And... uh, Domino H says, when you lay like that. Now, is this an American thing? Because I would say when you lie like that. It's an American thing. Yeah. Is it okay, though? Is it American grammar? Are we, you know. I just have to put that out to our legions of American listeners. Yeah. Can you just please email us? Can you lay like that? Because we lay a table. We lay an egg. You have to lay something. Mm -hmm. You can't just lay. When you lie like that. Okay. When you lie like that. uh, Okay. So he says, when you lay like that. You have the cutest little wrinkles on your neck. Surely even a 20-something-year-old person would know not to say that. Listen, a 10-year-old, a 5-year-old would get a kick in the face if he said that to me. Samantha realised as long as she dated someone younger, she would always be older. Yeah. She gave up 20-somethings right then and there. No, she didn't. She didn't. You know, she didn't. It would be a lot more interesting if it was John with no J. Who had wrinkles? No, rather than John with no H. That'd be that'd be something. Don't know. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be interesting about Mary to be honest with you, because we nobody knows how he spells his name. No, it's still just John. It's John. Apparently, but Samantha goes cold turkey. Uh, yeah, we're going to turn back to Carrie. Yeah, as usual. Carrie went to Sam's apartment because she was craving her drug. And uh, yeah, they shagged. Yeah, and it's funny when she shags. You know, it's it's we don't really see it. Significant. Oh, we don't see it. We don't see it. Was that in SJP's contract? And we never see her boobs. Shows his bra. Often it's a kind of like she wears mismatched underwear, which is a big no no for me. Hmm. But um, or she wears something beige, but it's okay because she's skinny. So anyway, yeah. So we don't see anything, but you know they had great sex apparently. And then he, when she thought she couldn't get any higher. Here's the drug comparison. He spooned me. Is that like connected to heroin? Mm. I did. I do you know. I didn't. Spot Am that. I reading too much into that? I didn't. That's a good point. You see, because I'm. But you know, I, like she went off to sleep like that, which I I couldn't do. I why don't not? Because I'd want to like have space in bed, stretch your legs out. 
Yeah. She won't get cramped. No, he spoons her. She's tiny, Mary. She's really mm-hmm. tiny. She just wants to be spooned and feel tiny. And then she wakes up wanting more. Again, drug analogy, which is wearing a bit thin. Because mm. I keep reading into things now. There's a thesis in this. There's a whole PhD. Anyway, Dr. Vanessa <laughs> Well, um, PhD when in? he spooned her, <laughs> chasing the dragon. Okay, so basically she's, yeah, full of the joys and spoon. And is she? No. No. No, 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 no. She's getting the fear because in well, grey morning. Over. She's hung over, but also reality hits her and she's looking around the apartment. So I don't know if he brought her in blindfolded. How did or... she not see this the night no, before? Um, come on. Basically, it's a shithole. It's like dirty laundry. Beirut on a bad day. It is candles, apparently, from Urban Outfitter. Oh my God. Scandalous. <gasps> dirty hard. laundry, a pizza box. And maybe he's just a hoarder. No, he's a filthy fuck. No, yeah, he's He's manky. a filthy fuck. And she says, I'm in a 20-something apartment. Come to Dublin, love, mm. um, when you're in your 40s and 50s and you can't afford a mortgage and you have to share with five other people. And you know all about apartment. it. Yeah, exactly. So she realises that, um, yeah, she's really a dickhead. Um, no more of a dickhead than big, but it's a kip. It's a shithole. And... It is a shithole. I mean, oh, you know, it's, it's manky. The people who've done the set, what are they called? Dressers? Set designers? Mm. They did a good job. They kind of went over the top. You know, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty dismal. It's, it reminds me of um, it's that like scene. Slum dwelling. It's like Angela's ashes. I was going to say that scene in Labyrinth, you know, when she goes back to the house and there's that old lady with all the stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that. So anyway, she just wants to get out of there as you do. I would have just gone. Then She's she, wandering around looking for coffee. Why would you go want coffee in that shithole? Just go. Just go. <laughs> I don't get it. She's uh, demanding coffee. And just have se- This is like when you wanted to do your sex, have sex like a man article mm. from episode one. This is the time. This is the time to do it, bitch. Get out of there. Don't There's be like... surely a coffee shop making, on the corner. Making, you know, niceties. Okay, I'd like a coffee and a boiled egg. No. Oh, does she not marry? Well, I beg to differ. Okay. Mm. Do you want to bet on it? So basically, he's he's being all kind of, you know, 20-something, yeah, man, like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Yeah, well, he suddenly, there's a side of him that we never saw before. Like, he just turns into this massive dope. He's a completely different character. <laughs> yeah, I had a dream. <laughs> and his big hands, big aluminum hands. It is aluminum. And then she's standing like on, you know, things that are on the stairs, like one of the, the bad guys in Home Alone, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, I mean, it's it's it's, it's awful. Like, it's just this nightmare. Um, he's still banging on about his dream and she's talking about the coffee. Like, go, Carrie. Are you that like, desperate for a cup of coffee? Yeah, she's like, you don't have any coffee. You don't have any coffee filters. Like, well, help yourself. See, if I was him, I'd be like, bitch, go. Get out of my house. You're very demanding. Yeah. I spooned you. So anyway, he's talking about her, you know, going, yeah, you know, you were in the dream. You could be blah, blah, blah. It's it's nonsensical. And uh, she needs to go to the toilet. And then she screams. Her roommate isn't the best actor, I have to say. He's got long hair and he's kind of out of it. And he comes out and, uh, yeah, she's she's screaming because there's another person in the apartment. And he just lurches across the set. The set. <laughs> It's not real, Mary. Mm-hmm. So uh, he lurches across the apartment. She's on the toilet and she realizes there's no toilet paper. And uh, Sam says, I'm just using the last of it to make the coffee. And then she's like, what? Which basically tells us that 20-something-year-old men are simple. 
And they use toilet paper to make coffee. Mm. And she just needs to uh, yeah, get away, which, you know, she should have done before. Yes. Any of this. So, yeah, she decides to get away. And another plot hole. She goes to buy a pair of shoes, even though she gave her last $20 to Big and couldn't afford a taxi. Is it that she would have had credit cards and you need cash for the taxi? Oh, because she's not gone to a bank machine. Yeah. If she buys a pair of shoes for $400, I'm sure. I mean, back in the day. No, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. it wasn't 1940s, yeah. you know. You can get cash. They weren't bartering you know, like donkeys here. <laughs> yeah, you. she could have gotten. Yeah, it's a plot hole. Mm. And she buys a pair of shoes, which aren't great. I didn't like them. No, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, I wouldn't they're buy very, them. They're very Baby Jane. Yeah. P.D. Beale. Yeah, awful. Anyway, so she's walking along. And <laughs> guess what happens? Who does she bump into? In the streets of New York, a city of uh, 10 You'll million You'll never men. believe it. You won't believe it. It's actually your man, the guy with no, um, who's divorcing his second wife, whose mm-hmm. name I can't remember. And I'm, just, I'm not even going to go and look back through my notes to find out his name. Is it Kevin? I have no idea. Is it Peter? Big's friend. And he's with this woman that he met the night before. Not that it matters. So Carrie's, your member's Carrie. And, oh, hi. Um, hi, yeah. And she's talking and... She's talking like she's actually saying nothing. And then, lo and behold, who pops up from under the table? Was he sucking off your mom? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's big. And, uh, oh yeah, he's trying to fix it's the... It's a wobbly table. Oh, it's a wobbly table. And he says, would you care to join us? So, sorry, this this is weird. The night before, mm. Big's friend... Mm. If you can edit in your man's name, it doesn't really matter. His friend it obviously meets a woman. Yeah, we know he met a woman at a bar. Yeah. Like he goes off. So now it's big, the woman from the bar, and the grieving friend. Why are the three of these together? Mm. They're obviously all together in bed. They're, the threesome. Night They're obviously had a threesome. Mm. He's a prick. Big says, you know, he does the right thing for once, and says, "Would you care to join us?" Mm. And then Carrie. And I don't know how she had the time to do this, to read an upside down crossword. <laughs> Says, hinge. And Big is like, what the fuck is she talking about? Oh my <laughs> she, God. She's having a, yeah. a, a, a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> your crossword puzzle, five letter word to bring together. Hinge. And they're just like, <gasps> that showed him. It reminds me of that scene in Pretty Woman where she walks in and she's like, big mistake. Big. Huge. <laughs> And off she, you know, she's just dropped a bomb. You know, she's like, I'm so smart. I can read upside down crossword puzzles. And I got it right. And she walks off. So it's obviously connecting to the analogy that mm. big is a crossword puzzle. Big is a puzzle. But she kind of solved him. So she thought. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she says, nice seeing you. Bye. He has to say, because he's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. And he's full of himself. Um, he's a narcissist, sorry, I think. Just so you know, I would have gotten hinge on my own. And he says, maybe. Do you know what? Everything that comes out of his mouth is just such bullshit. It's just, mm. there's nothing concrete. There's nothing there. It's all, maybe he is a crossword puzzle. I don't know. He's a, it's, he's the riddle of the Sphinx. He really is the riddle of the Sphinx. Um, the, yeah, they had this stupid Jack, that's your man's oh, name. Oh, there we go. Jack, yeah. yeah. Anyway, he invites her out to dinner. And she says, she's not, I'm good at crossword puzzles. I'm not so good at people puzzles. And you see now she's kind of she's got she's she's got him thinking and he's intrigued and he goes anywhere you want just you and me and just like that forgiven call yeah. me 
she said. So she walks off and she's thinking, she had a thought. Oh, God. Her thought of the day. Maybe all men are a drug. Sometimes they bring you down and sometimes, like now, they get you so high. Maybe you could try and take responsibility for your own emotions. Exactly. And maybe just not focus on men so Mm. much. Like this guy has let her down so many times, Mm. honestly. And then she's walking off. He's staring at her. And this is so Carrie. Just keep walking. Mm. She turns around to look at him. And then she's like, damn, it would have been so cool if I hadn't looked back. But you did look back. You looked back. You looked back. Yeah. You did. You big dope. You did. No. You are your own saboteur, Carrie Bradshaw. (sighs) So suddenly, what did you realise, Mary, in this episode? (sighs) I should have decided what I realised before we started recording. (laughs) Yeah, maybe you've realised nothing. I don't think I've realised anything. Well, suddenly I realised a hole is a hole. That's there you go. Realisation time. I speak for the two of us. And um, what about our gee bagometer? Right, where are we with the gee bagometer? Okay. She's lied to she lies to Miranda. She lies to her editor. She lies to her editor. If I was the editor, I'd be pissed off if I was watching that. Yeah. Um she is just pretty crap with Charlotte who when Charlotte was in need. She brings other friends into the situation. Charlotte doesn't want them there and she insists. And mm. Charlotte just lets her get away with it. She's also incredibly weak. She's mm. not a role model for women. And um, in fact, you know, just by the fact that she allows... Well, this carry big, on with Big in this episode. Is no, de- it's ridiculous. I'm going to give her a six. Yeah. Ooh, that's high enough. It's not yeah, that no, high. It's, well, I'm just, yeah, I just... I'll, I'll roll with the six. Six? Yeah. Okay, so thanks for listening, mums. Mary's mum and Vanessa's mum. So tune in next week when we'll be looking at episode five, The Power of Female Sex. Which Carrie should have watched before she did episode four. She probably should. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can contact us on suddenlyirealized at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Please subscribe to Suddenly I Realized on patreon.com. Cover art is by the very talented Patrick Kinsler, whose work you can find on craftypads.com.